When last we visited Jay's journal, before the email where she contacted us and people accusing her of all sorts of things, including me, she was getting ready for a surprise party that she wasn't supposed to know about. That's right. And so it was Saturday, February 25th. And the last thing she said, Mum's right, it's all about attitude. I'm actually pretty excited now. I wonder who'll be there. Well, wonder no more. Okay, so Friday, March 3rd, 2017. Sam and Libby are having an affair. Oh, no. He's moved in with his brother for now. I'm at home with Bella trying to work out what to do. I found out an hour into the party, which was almost a week ago. I was having a great time when Sam, Bella and I walked into the room and everyone yelled, surprise! Of course, I wasn't surprised, but I was truly, genuinely happy. Mum and Dad were there, Courtney, a bunch of girls from school and their partners, Claire and Rob from next door, Margot and Clayton, Libby and the guy she'd brought as her date. I think his name was Dan, maybe Dave, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Anyway, at eight, Sam took Bella out to the street to meet Claire's daughter, Emily, who he'd arranged to take her home. I kissed Bella goodnight, told her what a wonderful surprise she and Daddy had given me. Libby topped up my champagne. I was chatting with Margot when Mum appeared at my shoulder in a flap, saying she and Dad had brought Bella's stuffed puppy with them. She'd left it at their place yesterday when she and Sam had called over to pick up some photos of me for the photo board. Puppy was in their car underneath the building. Was it too late to get it? I told Mum to give me her keys. I raced down and hopefully would get him to Bella before she's left with Emily. But my heels slowed me down. Emily and Bella must have gone because there, in a corner of the car park, was Sam, holding Libby's hands, kissing her. Mm. They both saw me at the same time and stepped backwards, away from each other. There was nothing any of us could say. The party was in full swing above us. I couldn't hear it, but I could imagine the laughter bubbling over the playlist Sam and Libby had put together for me. Now they looked at me as if waiting for instructions on what to do next. Let's go back up, I said. I can't talk about this now. There was no speeches. I plastered a smile on as I cut the beautiful cake and thanked everyone for coming. I may never become a published author, but I could 100% win an Oscar for my performance that night. Finally, people started to drift away about 10. I don't know what time Libby slunk away. Sam and I were the last to leave. We got into an Uber just after midnight. We didn't talk at all that night, but there's been a lot said. Surprise! Told you. I'm staying away from a bucket load of you know. There's people now, would be in all sorts thinking? of places. Well, I mean, she was ignoring him. I'm not not saying justifying him having an affair. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying it that way. But there was something going wrong, something going down. Oh my god! I don't say justify the affair, but they were disengaged, and I was so focused on what she might be doing. They he had stayed back at the Sunshine Coast or somewhere when they'd had a trip away there at some and time. And she rang Libby had rung his mobile phone. Okay, and she hadn't picked it up, mm-hmm. and she was curious as to why that was. Mm-hmm. And Libby had told Sam about the counselling when yeah. she should have done that. Okay, okay. No, and there but, was some musing about why Libby would have told Sam that. Is this you saying you're seeing all signs of that and staying quiet no, no, at no. a time where I'm going no, the other actually, direction? No, actually, no, no. Do you know what I'm saying is that people are complicated mm. and things happen. 
happen. And now that we know this, you kind of go back and join the dots. But at the end of the day, you can't make a judgment about anyone. Anyone. You can't. And, you know, the thing is, the first words out of your mouth was that she'd been ignoring him. Well, I'm just... Like, what? I'm saying there was dislocation there at the start. She said right from the start of the journal, it said she didn't want to put her husband in it when she changed all the names. So I I didn't know why that was, but I guess (laughs) she's sort of saying that's his business too. But if there's dysfunction there, you can't say you can pick up on some things and not on other things. I mean, I know, but you were so quick to throw her under a bus, and now you're so quick to explain why that's happening. And I guess that's my whole point: Mm -hmm. is that if we pass judgment on people without knowing exactly what's going on, you run the risk of getting it completely wrong. But we all have experience. We can chuck in from our own experience as well. Not that I've ever had an affair. Did I say that on radio? (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing, right? Mm. That's it. That's it. There is no more to the There's not just I need to get over this a couple of days, five years ago and just be okay No, there is actually no more. What do we do now? Well, I'm, that's a really good question. I mean, I, I can try an email, Jay. Give it the final word? I don't know. Actually, you know what? Let's just have a think about this and um, and we'll come back and talk about it. Would you like me to write something from my perspective? Oh, bloody (laughs) oath I would. What would you say in an email? I don't know, mm. but th- you can't finish like this. No, no, no. no and we'll- we do have an email address for her because she's emailed us. So I reckon we should try and actually put something together. Because like, like, I'm not I'm not investing six weeks of my life okay. into someone's journal that okay. was done five years ago and not now know what's happened. We'll put it in an email, by the sound of it, write it all in capitals. I'll write an email myself. <laughs> I, okay. I'll give me okay, six okay. minutes. All right, all right. <laughs>